Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Welcome to Noise Filter. Today we are continuing our interview with Maria Isabel Pouts. You can find more information about the great work that she's done, as well as her band, Team Marie and Bayou Juju, at marieisabel.com. That's marieisabel.com. And use spaced out tables between each other. And there were some corner bars that didn't have the space and still did that. So that was another thing was spacing. Then you had like, what are your staff policies? If a staff member tests positive, what happens? Do you ask your staff members to mask all the time, regardless of the city guidelines? Do you have outdoor seating? Do you have outdoor shows? What's your policy if you're notified of a positive case? If someone says like, you know, I was at a show at your place three days ago and I just tested positive, what do you do? So all of those things were kind of different categories of strategies that venues were taking and they had different levels like the levels I just described and so another thing that I talked to people about was HVAC systems and I found out that venues had spent like five thousand dollars changing out their air conditioning system and I as a musician didn't know and my fans didn't know venues were investing in this change and yet we as the public didn't know about it so um, I worked to make a survey and then I called up you, <laughs> Dr. Makala, and I was like, hey, can you look at the kind of responses I'm getting and the kind of categories we've come up with and, and let us know, you know, which ones are most relevant and also kind of make a judgment call about like what's baseline and safest intervention, right? So the safest intervention would be outdoors or everyone's always masking all the time. And the baseline would be like, we follow what the city tells us. And so for our listeners that are not in New Orleans, just real quickly, the city guidelines said you had to be vaccinated or masked to enter these facilities. But you heard Maria Isabel say that uh, ah, it wasn't always the case. And you say, well, why is that? In my city, you couldn't even enter a place without showing you know, that you were masked or showing your vaccine card or whatever. And I say to you, this is New Orleans. Rules are really meant as guidelines. They're not really always meant to be followed. So this is why we needed to have a list like this. Even though it was mandated that vaccines were required, it wasn't always checked and it may not have always been followed. And again, largely due to the fact that we tend to march to the beat of our own drum down here in New Orleans. All right. So with that said, Maria Isabel, what did you find that surprised you? What were some of the results and what kind of feedback are you getting from people? Yeah, I found that every venue had a very different kind of set of practices. 
I'm not surprised at all. This goes back to New Orleans, just being <laughs> New Orleans. Literally everybody in New Orleans just does their own thing. And I, I would, and I would, I could not live anywhere, anywhere else because of that unique essence of, of New Orleans. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just highlight a couple of venues that were really taking care of their folks. The first one I want to talk about the most is Bullets. So part of what happened during the pandemic is that a lot of neighborhood gathering places that had been traditional cultural centers for their neighborhoods that were African-American owned and led closed down. And Bullets was one of the spaces that stayed open. You know, it's so tragic to see. It's kind of like another Katrina that like, you know, you have a disaster and some people come out of it on the other side fine and other people don't. And then we also have this influx of new people coming in and taking in those spaces, right? And so it was so refreshing for me to call Bullets and talk on the phone with their team. And, you know, they just said, we have a lot of elders in our neighborhood who have been coming to this bar forever. And we have been extremely cautious, we leave the windows open. We leave the back door open. We check for vaccine and maxing at the door and the uh-huh. bar. Yeah. Also checks for it. We've spaced all the table. And, and if somebody gets up from their table, we are going to remind them about masking. So that's that's like a neighborhood institution that is really devoted to their community and is being really thoughtful about it. And maybe they don't have the capacity to drop so much money on an HVAC system, but they're opening the doors and the windows anytime the weather's nice. And they also, at the beginning of the pandemic, were having outdoor shows. Another neighborhood bar is Bar Redux and the Bar Wider, and they increase their outdoor seating Janya told me about how she had people, you know, come to the bar and say like, well, we want to come in, you know, without masks and without vaccine proof of vaccination. And she said, no, like I need these things. And they said, well, I can go such and such place and not have to do this. And she said, well, I'll serve you on the sidewalk, but I'm committed to what I'm doing with. Right with this space. And so they took out bar stools from around their bar. They had times when they had closed down the indoors altogether and were just Mm. having music and they have a, they have a big backyard, right? They have outdoor space, don't they? Yeah. It's not extremely large, but they made sure that they had that for people, you know? And so they were committed to it and they even did something called a pandemic pause and um, shut down at a a time when there were high case rates because during the Delta surge and then the rise in cases during Delta, you know, there was this this feel in New Orleans, oh, we've reached a certain amount of vaccination rates and people are going to start going out unmasked. And then people got really sick. It it just showed that like one single strategy wasn't going to work to keep everyone safe. Right. And without naming names, what were some of the things that kind of surprised you of the facilities that didn't put much into it? Or were they just brazen about it? They're like, yeah, we're doing nothing. Click. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Well, and I'm in a unique position because these are colleagues that I work with. Right. And so I'm a musician. I have skin in the game. I'm a band manager who's paying my bandmates to be there. And I'm also someone who 
has worked in the community in different social justice capacities. And so I've been networking for a long time and I also have relationships, right? And so I found that everybody was mostly very receptive to the process. There was one institution which decided not to participate because they were concerned that this was all going to be on the venue's backs. And they were like, it's, it's not up to us as businesses to take this risk to create higher levels of standards of care. It's really up to the city to do this for us so that we as businesses don't have the responsibility of deciding health policies and enforcing them with our clientele and everybody doing something different. That's not really fair to us as small business members and members of the music community. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right. Right.